Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Federated just wants to say thanks to all local businesses in and around the state of Minnesota. You are our community partners, our neighbors, our families, and our friends. And when you need Federated, Federated is here to help. Visit federatedinsurance.com or call your local marketing representative to access trusted resources you may need during this pandemic. At Federated, it's our business to protect yours. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest-growing TV brand. Always fun, crazy. It's painful, but it's wonderful. What is the name? It's Roycey Unchained. All right, let's get right to it. How about those Vikings, Patrick? Oh, wow. I was at uh, Target Field, but I'm very offended to find out that the uh, sound effects did not include any booing at the end of the first half or in the fourth quarter there. I would have, uh, would have, right. uh, they, you know, let's see, if we're going to have a little reality here, you got to boo them off the field when they're leaving at halftime, don't you? I'm with you. I was That's with right. They should have had it you ready know, to go. It would have been a sense of humor, wouldn't it? But, although, I don't know, do the Vikings even control the sound? Is it the. The NFL has edicts on what they can control, right? Yeah, and they, well, they, they've got edicts on what the decibels can be, but I don't. I think the Vikings, the content can be whatever they want it to be. You know, that's a good question. Yeah. I, because I did, I saw a couple of late games yesterday in empty stadiums where there were questionable calls, mm-hmm. and there was definitely a boo mechanism. Really, sort okay. of like you know, teams. But the 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 one thing about modern sports is. Teams have no sense and sense of humor about themselves. No, the, the, the whole message is: uh, we're great. We're we're worried about society. We're worried about uh, you know uh, our, our team. We do everything we can to help the community, and we can't we can't joke about giving up 524 yards. And by the way, from what I've read today, if the speedster hadn't dropped to it, would have been 600, huh? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh I mean, yeah. He was. Uh, I read Chip's Gamer, and it was uh, a column, and apparently that whatever Marquez the, Valdez scandal. Yeah, who got deep twice? Dropped two balls. Dropped two wide. It's still a great open, game. Wide open, but uh, uh, yeah, he did. And uh, you know what? Just not watching it, just seeing the bits and pieces. I think you go into that game and you say, okay, they got one wide receiver, Devontae. Mm-hmm. What can we do to keep him from catching more than say six? Yep. How does he catch fourteen? What do you no double coverage, no nothing? Where's where is the safety man? How come we don't uh, don't uh, give him a little extra attention? These are all great questions. He's better than Thielen, you know. These are all very very <laughs> good questions. Fourteen. You know whose record he tied? 
Yeah, I do. Don Hudson. 1942, Don right? Don Hudson. Yes. World War II. Yes. We haven't even invaded Normandy yet. We hadn't even hit the Normandy beaches. He tied the record. Yes. For goodness sakes. Yes. 40, Don Hudson. The Packers practice in, in a facility named for Don Hudson. <laughs> yes. It's going to be a long time no, before the Devontae Adams, Adams practice facility they comes along. They should have a little wing. They should have a little corner <laughs> over there. Uh, Reavers told me that... Uh, there was a moment when uh, he went up and uh, they they shifted a little bit and three Viking defensive backs basically ran into each other trying to keep up with the shift and Rodgers on TV audibly laughed. Oh, really? <laughs> that supposedly just kind of a mild smile chuckle as as the as the young viking defenders all collided with each oh, other i something. didn't know that that's I great but now it could have reavers could be overstating yeah. it but apparently there was a moment a, a potential guffaw i think we did find out you need a couple of games not that it would have been uh you know who knows how much better it would have been but these you need a couple of exhibition games to let the lads find out what the difference in speed is mm-hmm. of the game. Mm-hmm. It's like a high school kid going to college, right? Pretty much. I mean, if you're. Yes. I would say the leap probably isn't as big as high school to power five, right? Yeah. But, but if you're power five and you're elite. Yes. You still got to catch up to the speed of the, uh, of the, Pro game and and the one now exhibition games aren't played at the same speed either, but it gives you an idea of what you're facing. I mean, Cameron Dantzler could look like the second coming for a week in practice, yes. right? When the guy doesn't care if he beats him or not, and he's running again. Other rookies are trying to beat him, but uh, you know, get an exhibition game and and find out. You know, okay, yeah, I gotta. I got well, how many I got to be a step quicker than I used to be. How how many college quarterbacks if any can put the ball basically exactly where they want? Sure. That's true. Cuz Rodgers can. That's true. He's going to be he's going to to throw a pass that's going to whiz by your ear hole. Yeah. If you are turned even slightly the wrong yes. way. Yeah, that's that's a very good point. The other thing is uh there's a million failed college quarterbacks who throw the ball where the guy is. Yes. And the NFL, the good ones, throw it where he's going. And throw it, sometimes throw it when he doesn't even know where he's going, but the quarterback knows where he's going by the, yep. you know, can th- they throw it to the... You throw it to the spot, throw it to the air. And then, they, you know, to make it even more difficult, they've I know they overdo it, but talking about it, but the back shoulder thing is fairly new in football, right? Mm-hmm. And it's become the number one weapon. They get these guys running as hard as they can and then throw it behind them. Mm-hmm. Rather than try to beat them, they throw it behind them and beat them that way. So, and- yeah, it's uh, there might be some talent. We have no idea. Gladney was not on the injury report, right? No, no. Not even. In fact, once they once they put Hunter on IR, Nobody. the injury report and was none. no one. But, but then, he didn't play once. Well, well play. I, I read that he did at the end. Played a couple. Okay, but it's the odd thing though is Dantzler's a third round pick. Gladney's yeah. a first round pick, mm-hmm. and it, it was just odd he didn't get 
time because and it wasn't all Dan. Was he the fault. second first round pick? Gladney or yes, second? Yes, it was Jefferson. No, it was Jefferson, Gladney, and then Ezra and Cleveland, Cleveland third, was the second, second round. round. Okay. And he was inactive yesterday. Yeah, and Gladney supposedly has a sore knee or something, but they didn't. He had meniscus surgery in the spring, but they should have put him on the injury report if he was not going to play because of injury, to what you're saying. Yes. So. I don't know. Here, I'm very shocked that when you're getting your ass kicked and it's the late in the third quarter and you know you're going to lose the game, mm-hmm. why not have Jefferson on the field every play? You know, this was as poorly coached of game as I've seen, aside maybe from the Philadelphia um, NFC title game. Oh, yeah. This was maybe as poorly of coached of Zim game as I have seen. He his defense did not look prepared for things that people probably told him were going to happen. Apparently, this game was bad enough to qualify as a Zim season walk-off game. Because <laughs> uh, Zim's, the tradition, if Zim's established any tradition here <laughs> yep. in the last three years, it is sticking it out in the last game of the season, right? Yes. Whether it be the Bears, yeah, right. whether it be the you're Bears, right. whether it be the Eagles, yep. whether it be the 49ers. They stick it out when the season finishes. Now, the last time they played a good game to end the season, uh, uh, our guy missed the field goal, and they didn't. They didn't do anything offensively, but they played mightily against. 2015. Seattle. Now you got to go back five years of the season. Hey, uh, it was a wonderful day around football, though. The Cleveland Browns, <laughs> with new coach genius Kevin Stefanski, yep. which I continue to say is. Why? Why? How does he get a head coaching job? He's young. He's, he's young. What? What's there? How does he get a head coaching job? I didn't give him the job. And by the way, they were getting better last year, right? Cleveland, weren't they getting better? No, Freddie Kitchens I mean, was a terrible hire. I know he was terrible. He was a terrible hire, but they had some personnel. And they go out and... and just get their ass kicked by Guy Livingston, who's not a columnist there anymore. Middle of the first quarter, he's he's tweeting, same old Browns. Do you realize this is the greatest stat in base, in, in in sports history? Yeah. They have lost, I think I read this, 16 straight openers. The Browns. Okay. Yeah. 16. You on. can't lose 16 straight openers. Can oh, you? No, oh, no, Browns can. 16 straight oh, openers. The, the new Browns can do that. I think 16 straight openers, I read. I'll see if I can find Does it Does that mean you, they've never won one? How long have they been? No, 99, been. right? 99, so, okay, 22 years in, right? Okay, so they must have won one sometime. Oh, I'm sure. Wait, wait, I've got it right here. I've got it right here. <laughs> the Browns are now... One twenty and one in season openers <laughs> since the franchise's rebirth in ninety nine, and winless in sixteen 16, consecutive. Sixteen straight. An oh. NFL record it already owned. <laughs> it's just no, adding to no it. No kidding. I bet nobody else has got more than eight or something like that. They are one twenty and one <laughs> in the in opener the, in the new franchise history. It's hard in twenty two years when we have one. Even now, we only have one tie a season or two. To have as many ties as wins in 22 games. That is impressive. But then, my other favorite franchise, the Lions. <laughs> I was waiting for this. They get they give up three touchdown passes to Mitch Trubisky in the fourth quarter yes. and lose another one. Yes. Unbelievable. God, they're terrible. It, it's just a... 
And, you know, talk about idiot hires. Oh, Patricia. You know, yeah, Patricia's Freddie Kitchen with the he's beard. Terrible. You know, He's awful. He, he's just brutal. His players don't care. No. Well, I always say the most Lions-y thing of all time is he is named the new Lions coach during the Super Bowl, during the week before the Super Bowl, yep. right? Yep. And then his team goes out, and right here on the sacred turf of U.S. Bank <laughs> Stadium, gives up, what, 52? Was it? What was Whatever, it? Whatever, yeah. Uh, I mean, they gave up 600 yards. Yeah. You're watching them, and I say, oh, you know, Lions fans have... You know, Lions fans tuning in to see how their new defensive whiz coach is going to do. God, they they could screw up a one car parade. It's just think how fortunate. Forty one to thirty three in that Super yeah. Bowl. So they gave up forty one. Yeah, well, Not as many as the Vikings gave up yesterday. Were, well, Brady got five hundred and some yards, right? And Brady got five hundred some yards, and they lost. I think Bob Brady their total offense five hundred five yards he passed for. Yeah, five hundred five. Nick Foles yards. passed for three seventy three, yes. and they rushed for one sixty four. Philadelphia did. Yes, and uh, that that was uh, Patricia, but the. Uh, <laughs> They're just, they're unbelievable. My favorite stat: Ticey and Chili are sixteen and one against them. And what was Bud? Well, Bud once had thirteen straight with one tie in there. <laughs> this is remarkable. We're going back to nineteen sixty-seven yeah, here. This is why Bud's in the Hall of Fame. I always said the Detroit Lions put Bud in the Hall of Fame. He was made him a cinch, right? Even with the four Super Bowls. Yeah, with the record. Yeah, it's. I mean, they've they take away, but. You know, I, I was doing some research on how rotten the Lions are. And when they were doing the the original merger with the – when they were getting ready, when the merger was coming down the road, but they were going to Coastal – remember when they had the four – they had the four you divisions. You told me about, in, yes. They, in the, in yes. the old NFL, they had the Coastal <laughs> – the Central, the Coastal, the, uh, the Pacific, and uh, I, guess, I don't know if they call the other one the Eastern or the Atlantic or what. But the Lions tried because the the Lions saw that the, the defense the Vikings were putting together, right? Mm-hmm. And they tried, to get, uh, they tried to get the Vikings in a different division than they were in. Uh, but they've been in the. I think they've been in the Vikings division every year. That in the West, they were used to be in the West too, Detroit for some reason. But uh, they've. I was we, seeing we, if I could find these old divisions for you. Look in look in nineteen sixty Bud's first year. It was nineteen sixty eight. Look at I think we All were right. the cha- I think we were the proud champions of the Central. Yeah, because the Vikings were always in the Central before the mm-hmm. North, right? Yes, and then they played. I believe the Western Conference Final. Against Baltimore. Oh, here it is. Okay, so so in 1968, you had the Century Division, yes, which was the Browns, Cardinals, Saints, and Steelers. The Capital Division, okay, Dallas, the Giants. Um, hold on a second here, I've got it. Dallas, the Giants, Washington, and Philadelphia, and the Central. The Vikings eight and six won the division in '68. You're right, but but the Pacific had Baltimore in it, right? And the no, uh, the Coastal did. Oh, coastal, yeah, the coastal. So it was that's the central, co- the coastal, the capital, and the century. Yes, that's more goofed up than was, hockey. But was. the coastal had Los Angeles, San Francisco, Baltimore, and yeah, who? Baltimore, it, the Rams, the Forty ers and the Falcons. Yes, yeah, yeah. It was because the Vikings played the Colts, the Baltimore Colts, in the 
Western Division Championship game, Baltimore. How in the hell do you put together a division with Baltimore, Los Angeles, San Francisco? That makes sense. And then Atlanta. The Baltimore Colts used to be... Colts were 13-1. The Baltimore Colts used to be the Los Angeles, whatever they were, before they were the Rams, I believe. Okay. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they used to be the San Francisco Dons or something. I, I but don't they had know. moved from the they West used, Coast. They moved okay. from the West Coast, and they never. And they ended up. So they, they just those, left them. They ended up. Those teams became their rivals. So I don't know. And so it, so really weird. So last year in Week One, your Lions playing Arizona in Arizona had a 24 to 6 lead <laughs> and ended with a 27-27 tie. Okay, that's right. Remember they had 500 yards or something. Yesterday they led by what? They, they were up by they were up big on the 17 Bears. for sure. Might okay. have been 21. And right. they blew that one and yeah. lost the game. Yeah. You can. are right. What a beautiful beautiful franchise. I think the greatest football game I ever covered Thanksgiving Day uh, we flew into the Silverdome. Yep. And Bernsey's boys, whatever year it was, and the Lions put up sixty yards. And that <laughs> game that game got over in about two hours and twenty minutes. And the Vikings let us get on the plane. No. The Vikings let us get on the plane coming home. We didn't go there, but they let us fly back with them. And, you know, the meager sports writers. I'm shocked. I was home for Thanksgiving dinner. It was unbelievable. That that game was the fastest thing ever because once they, you know, once they realized that the Lions were never going to get a first down, they just played conservative and beat them. I don't know what it was. You can find it 24 to nothing or something. What year was this? Around. Yeah, Burns could have been 88. Burns, okay. They let you get on the plane, though. Yes, they let us get on a plane. That's yeah. remarkable. We flew back, yeah. Yeah, everybody was in a good mood. Yeah, we all, we, I don't know how many of us there were. We might have had, I was still in St. Paul, I think. Zim so, would prefer to have all of his teeth pulled before no, any beat writer got no, on a plane. No, I guess now. I just got, oh, God, yes. So, well, nobody gets, do the, do the, uh, do the radio and TV guys, do the radio guys go with them now? You know, they I don't know what they're going to do. That's a good, really good question with the, for with now. The virus, maybe. But they, yes, they, they did. Used for, to, the, the Vikings radio crew used to go with, yeah, fly with them. Now they I don't did, know with COVID. They did stick them way in the back of the plane. I know that. Right. And, and I think they had them board separately. So the players came in the front and didn't have to see the radio guys because they made them come in the side. By the way, oh. I took a plane last week to North Carolina. They are now boarding the planes correctly. They are now boarding from the back first. Delta, at least, is boarding from really? the back, and then they're moving forward, which I'm sure is pissing off all the medallion members at, at the Delta Sky Club, but they are going backwards and forwards. I got news. I got, a, I, I got a question. Why don't we just do it front and back, you know, when we're loading the planes? Why don't we have guys coming in from the back and the front? Oh, I see. Oh, the back tail. Up, got oh, it. Got oh, it. I see. Oh, you're saying they're they're loading the back. Yeah, they. The, when they yes, that's the way it should be. Yeah, yes, when they're doing the zoning, so yeah. they start from the back and then work their way forward. Good. They well, should be. You know what I used to never had a cigarette in my life, but when I flew, oh, you when smoked. we still had smoking. Oh yeah, I went to the smoking because you had never had to worry about a kid. Back there. There was never any crying kids back there. Here's my question about those days. <laughs> yes. How do you figure that somebody thought, well, we'll have the people that don't smoke in this section because there's no way the smoke no, it's not gonna get up in, a, in a plane which has no fresh air circulating through it, hey, we'll get up to them. I'm so old. I flew when you could fly, when you could smoke everywhere in the plane. <laughs> 
And then they then they created a section later on. But I think that was about the mid-70s where mm-hmm. they created a section. Before that, you know. You flew when commercial jets used to simply disappear off radar at times. Yeah, well, yeah, but... We, I also flew before deregulation when oh, you could yeah. when you could catch a Braniff flight from Kansas City to Minneapolis at midnight. You know, you could cover a game and make a flight and there'd be 22 people on a plane. And it wasn't because of a pandemic because they didn't care. Yeah. I mean, flying was very expensive and they didn't, you know, we, the federal government paid them for mail and everything and uh and you know they didn't care about whether how many passengers they had they just flew the the, the flight attendants and the pilots loved it when there's nobody on a plane you could load them babies up in about four minutes get know? going get yeah, out of there right yeah it was great i said the worst thing happened in america is making flying attainable for the masses <laughs> you know i know that <laughs> flying should be for uh rich people or companies <laughs> That's my, you know, and I, I wasn't, I never flew myself hardly for right. recreational purposes. Right. I just flew on the company's People dime. used to actually get dressed up to fly, too. To some degree, Do yeah. Remember yeah. that? Oh, yeah, yeah. You didn't, uh, you didn't see. Anyway. Uh, yeah, that was quite a, uh, quite a, quite a opening performance. Zim was, uh, Zim tried not to be angry, I take it, from reading his quotes. Huh? I saw the quotes. Uh, I didn't see much of the press conference because we started doing a post-game show pretty quickly. But, yeah, I think he was trying his best not to. I, you know what he probably knew? He probably knew it was partially his fault. Mm-hmm. Like, he didn't have prepared. Yeah. You had no pass rush because Hunter's out. If if they had spent half the time, instead of being cute about where's Daniil, it's a tweak, he's going to be back. If they had spent the time. Trying th- to figure out yeah. how, to, yeah. how to get to the and quarterback. That's, and that's what I've always, well, yeah, I don't well, get well, why well, you're, the, you know. The Packers had no right tackle. Billy Turner couldn't play. Mm-hmm. This Wagner, they gave him five and a half million dollars and he couldn't block me. You know, he was a, isn't a Wagner Lions. that was in Lions yeah. had him and he was a complete stiff. Yes. They did. They let Balaga go and then they paid this guy for one season. But Balaga got 10 million a year but from the church. Pat, they had no clue of how to apply pressure and he doesn't like to blitz. And so th- that front four was, wasn't going to get to Rogers. So, and the other thing is they didn't really try last year. They kind of smacked him up the middle, right? Some yes, they didn't run much up the middle, right? Everything was wide. It was Jones didn't go up the middle too. Yeah, often, which surprised me that they didn't more. But they kind of. But he's good. Yeah, he's very good. Uh, but that's coming. You, that's coming next, though. There's going to be teams that go right up because those tackles, those defensive tackles, aren't anything special. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there's more to exploit here. Meanwhile, here's the good news: you get to play Phil Rivers on <laughs> Sunday. Good. The the Colts defense apparently is terrible. And Phil, if it comes down to it, and he's got the ball, and you're ahead by four points with two minutes to go, he's going to throw an interception. You're going to win, and it's going to wobble through the air. Yeah, yeah, it's right. going to go. He's going to end up being in the Hall of Fame because all these NFL mavens that are on the committee will look at the numbers and you know what is history. He's a loser. He's a loser. He's, uh, you know, how? Hey, by the way, yeah. 
apparently DeAndre Hopkins and Kyler uh, had a quick little connection. He caught 14, too, right? Oh, it was fantastic. Yeah. And Kyler was great. Yeah. <laughs> that division's going to be murder. That's yeah. going to be really, really, really good. Yeah, they got the... If say, if Arizona's that good, because the Rams and the 49ers probably got the best players. And the Seahawks? And, oh, that's right. Got God, Russell nobody. Wilson? Yeah. Oof. Yeah, they kicked a... Fal- Has there ever been a greater decline than the Falcons? They were the best team in the NFL. Yeah. They were killing the Patriots at halftime, and not only at halftime, with what, five minutes to go in the third quarter? Yep. They were the best looking team you ever saw, and they've stunk ever since. How'd that happen? I have no idea how the coach is still employed either. No. And they, the other thing is, Sarkazian came in. I mean, they had Shanahan. Yeah. And he turned Matt Ryan into God, right? Yes. And then they bring in Sarkazian, and he's awful. And now he's making two and a half million a year to be Saban's offensive coordinator. What the hell is that? And he was at Bama, left for the Falcons, right? Did, yes. Didn't he bolt from Bama? Yes. And now he's back with Saban, who I'm shocked took him back. Yeah, and paid him a ton. I know. Weird, weird. Anyway. Every season, the Olsons would gather on their dock. With all the weeds and muck, no one would go into the water, except for neighbor Larry, who would stand in there to cool off amongst the thick weeds. Hey, neighbors, Larry. But this season, the Olsons dropped a few aquaside pellets into their lakefront. After just one application, the water was crystal clear. And, turns out, neighbor Larry is a free spirit and a fan of skinny dipping. Hey, neighbors. Oh, my. Who nude? New. Clear your lake or pond completely. Visit Aquaside.com. State permit may be required. So uh, what do you think? Are Big Ten going to play football or not? I guess they're. Uh, it, it looks like they're getting a lot of pressure, too. Huh? Oh, yeah. And they're supposed to now have. So I think people thought they were going to vote again on Sunday. They didn't. But they might vote today. Yeah, that they might vote uh, today as we record this on Monday or Tuesday. And, so, yes, I think they're going to play. And what do they got to get started by about? The middle of October to play enough games to say they got a champion or something. Yeah, and Har- Harbaugh and Alvarez, I saw separately, both said that they can that their programs would be ready in like three weeks to play games. But uh, that it would take I, basically. I don't know if they're going to let them play that soon, but I, I saw October seventeenth. Is, is this is this not the biggest <clears throat> wavering thing you've? I mean, Kevin Warren, Kevin and Warren, the president, off to a great start. Kevin Warren and he, the president couldn't wait. Kevin Warren couldn't wait to be the leader of the concerned, you know, he's a fraud. But uh, in my opinion, that's my opinion. <laughs> that's your opinion? That's just an opinion. It's We're unchained. all entitled to an opinion. It's unchained. It's your it's show. unchained. It's my opinion. Yes. So uh, anyway, it's, uh, uh, but know, it's but I don't know. I don't know what, what has changed. They say the testing, it's, you know what's it's changed? easier to give daily testing. You know what's changed? They got pressure to play. And then they saw other schools playing but, and have now decided they have buyer's remorse for taking the stance they did. Yeah, that's true, except, you know, there's games getting canceled left and right. I know. Because, I mean, like, TC, SMU played when they had 200 cases on campus. <laughs> you know, I mean, they're, they're you just, you you know, what what is your standard going to be to not play? I, you think I can tell yeah. you what these guys are going to come up with yeah. for a standard? I have no clue what they're going to come up with. Meanwhile, we have had track and field at the University of Minnesota for 100 years, right? We just built a new track stadium, right? Mm-hmm. We just spent 
I don't know how much, but it's got to be over a mill on the redoing that old field house on University Avenue, putting a new roof on. And I was in there, and they're doing, you know, it used to be dirt floor, and a, and they they've they've spiffed that up four track, four indoor track sure. basically. Sure. And when the academic ratings come out every year, the men's track team has got like a three point eight. Great point, right? Mm-hmm. And you have 50 participants, but combined they're getting about eight scholarships. You know, they're all, you know, they're little tiny partials. You know, nobody gets a full scholarship. Sure. I don't know what the number is. I got to get it. Maybe 12, 13 mm-hmm. for 50, 60 guys. But you got to get rid of track uh, to save what between three sports they're saving 2 million uh it's it's ridiculous it's ridiculous uh, because i could get you 2 million in football in 10 minutes right you got about eight trainers you got 20 some coaches now mm-hmm. you got 85 guys on scholarship okay 85 fine and then you got another 30 running around as walk-ons what do you need 85 for I know you you can't do that unilaterally. I can tell you why. You can't do that unilaterally. Yeah. But why do you need 85? What's, you know, NFL, you got 60. What, you know, let's have 70 all across college sports after this pandemic. They should cut the number of football players down to scholarships to 70, and you can only have 80 in the program, something like that. It's ridiculous to me because I do believe that – as a public university, you got to be equal opportunity. You can't say, "Well, you're a track athlete, and we don't want you." So I don't. Yeah, but it's it's professional sports. Yes, they, it is. And, and they're Admit it. And I don't think they're done cutting. Oh no, I don't either. Like I think this the pandemic gives you gives these schools the perfect opportunity to say sorry. Yeah, yeah. But here's the deal. But it's going to be Cut, sports. But what, right? what they've demonstrated is cutting sports. Mm-hmm. Doesn't even get you close, mm-hmm. you know. Doesn't get you close to what you have to get to. Now they're lying. They're not going to make seventy-five million less, and that's probably the reason that they want to get some TV money, right? Yes, that they're going to try to play football. I mean, for all oh, the pompous, absolutely for all the pompous reasons, they got it. Everybody's calling Warren and the boys up and saying, "We need to get that TV money." Yes, else our athletic departments can't. Be sustainable. Yes. Do you know what now would be a great time for, Patrick? And it's probably impossible, but it would be a great time for deciding you got too many teams in your conference. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, that is true. I'd I'd love to lose some schools. You know what else would be a great time for? Call up the NFL and say... We're no longer gonna be your farm system. Yeah. You gotta start donating. You know, Major League Baseball spends, you know, even though they're cutting them now, how many hundreds of millions of dollars a year developing talent? Right. The NFL should not get free talent evaluation, you know? Hell no. Should it? I no, mean, they should, no, it shouldn't I mean, at all. Free farm system. They're getting a free farm system. Yeah, they don't have to spend a dime. The most, you know, the most profitable league in the history of mankind, so... Anyway. But wouldn't you love to call Rutgers right now and say, hey, you know what? It didn't work out. 
They had a great scare headline. Two shot, two killed near Rutgers campus yesterday. Did you see that? No. Well, it was a couple of blocks away, and it didn't involve Rutgers students. Some, you know, they had a domestic dispute, and two people got shot, but they made the headline sound like, you know, the, the people were invading the Rutgers campus. Damn fake news again is what that yeah, is. Yes, that is fake news. So, so our fighting twinks, uh, good stat. Do you know that the Mighty Whiteys are 21-3? and three. They finished with Detroit yesterday. They're done with Kansas City. They were 18-2 and two uh-huh. against those two. Uh-huh. And they're 3-1 uh, and one against Pittsburgh. So they're 21 and... Uh, Three and one, yeah. So they're twenty-one and three against Detroit, Kansas City, which isn't that bad. They won six or seven in a row, and Pittsburgh, and our Twinks mm-hmm. nine and nine against Detroit and Kansas City. Yeah, they had trouble against the yeah, Royals and, and Tigers. Detroit and Kansas. Well, they got two left with the Tigers, and they're four and four, and they were five and five yeah. with Kansas City. So if you're looking for the difference here, the Whiteys are uh, nine games better than you are. Against the bottom of the division, and what they got a four game series in Chicago. The Twins do starting yes. Monday and night. I think the White down Sox by one, right? Back by one. Yeah, I think the White Sox have won fourteen out of fifteen or something like that. They've been streaking. They're a fun team to watch. You know when you have uh, I mentioned this earlier, but you know when you have a bad three days as a baseball skipper in Major League Baseball, when you get beat fourteen to nothing. And it's your second worst shutout loss in three days. <laughs> Guardy's Guardy's boys lost nineteen zero on Thursday in Milwaukee, and then fourteen zero on uh, Saturday. Is Guardy back now in the dugout? Because he he missed a series here because of a stomach problem. Yeah, I think he's back. I think yeah, yeah, I saw him there. The AL Central yeah. skippers have not had good luck no, with stomach Fran- problems in this the pandemic. This Francona thing uh, worries you, man. It's been. Oh, yeah. They keep saying it's a gastric problem, but. I don't know. It seems like it's. Uh, it could well, be these guys are all in what their sixties, so yeah. that's not necessarily yeah. a good time to have that problem. Frank Garner's a hell of a guy. Well, Gardy's a hell of a guy too, but uh, yeah, Gardy. I'm glad. To, I'm sorry to see him have a bad uh, stomach because he got he whipped himself into pretty good shape compared yeah. to what he was. He's so. probably he's probably going to be rail thin now if he's got stomach problems. Yeah. He's done though. I got to think. This is his third year of his contract. I think so. he was shocked he didn't get fired after last well, year. Well, he asked to, basically. About September 10th last year, he said, you know, I'd like to be back, but I could sure understand it if they fired me. I'd sure understand it if they fired me. I'll take that last year and uh, send it to my place in Oklahoma. Hey, you were at the game yesterday. Yeah. Was Sid there? I did not see there Sid. There were rumors that Sid was going to show up. Now, unless he was in a special area, could have been maybe which he could have been. He, I, he I, wrote, got, I got a hunch is uh, the young ladies that help him out uh, talked him out of it. Maybe. When's the last time you saw the uh, senior columnist? I went out to uh, drop his mail off a couple months ago, and uh, they wouldn't let me in the house, so they didn't want me to go in. I think. Uh, and uh, I, I haven't seen him since the whole thing started. Yeah, I didn't see him. Doesn't mean he wasn't there somewhere, but he wasn't in the his usual press box seat. I would like to commend Jeff Day, his right-hand man, somehow being remote from Sid. He's able to work with him and and create these columns with, you know, and and Sid's. It's now where Jeff, Sid tells him what to write and he writes it. But I, I don't know how you do that remotely. I do know Sid's got a telephone uh, that he can read what, 
is being said on it. You know, I've, I've oh, got a but, screen. Okay. Which is good because an atom bomb could go off in the house next door and Sid wouldn't hear it. So that's, right. that's, uh, that's good. But he'd be very upset and say, what was that? Huh? It is amazing huh? that uh, he, he, he did uh, he did produce something today, however. Yeah, I saw com- it. Comment on the Viking. Uh, he had uh, his column. Yes, he did. Not on his ordinary page, but I think it was on page four. Congratulations to him. So It's an unbelievable stretch. So so tell tell me this. What was our guy, Eddie, and I, I don't know if you've come up with a proper name for him yet. What was our guy, Eddie, doing? Running I went home Buxton? and watched. Yeah, at the last second, extending his arm into Buxton's chest as Buxton was no. catching the fly ball Sunday. I said, okay, Willie Mays, greatest center fielder ever, right? Sure. Byron Buxton, second, okay. right? Yeah. Second. Uh, as far as range. Sure. As far as running anything down. Mm-hmm. So when that ball's hit in the air, Eddie can just go run towards the dugout because Buxton's going to catch it. Yes. He's going to get there and catch it. Yes. And I just keep seeing him running. And I'm saying, what are you doing? And pretty soon, Buxton's reaching out. He's going to catch it on the run, make his little loop, come back in. Boom, he hits him in the chest with the ball. And with his arm, arm, and he does something look like his wrist, but then they said it was his arm or something. And Rocco says he, he's fine, which leads me to believe he's not he playing never, for three never weeks. Never play again. Uh, <laughs> See it spring training. <laughs> he is an interesting cat. There's no doubt about How it. How do you figure this guy out? You can't. You can't. The other night, he, this is what three, four days ago. He throws to the wrong base. He gets him in this awful situation. Yeah. He just does about three bonehead things. And then he hits a double, bases clear double down the right field line that hits the bag. And, of course, he gets thrown out running the third for no reason. Yep. But he does that. And then the other night, uh, Saturday night, it looks like they might kick that game away because they were at 5-2 and then 5-3, 5-4. Yep. And he threw the wrong base in that game, you know, idiotic play. And then he hits a boom, two run homer, and they're now they're going to win, right? <laughs> so it's, he, uh, I told you last week, I've embraced it. Yeah, it's yeah, so I goofy. Gotta, I've just embraced it because they're not going to ever do anything to say that's it. Well, he's Disco Dan, except he's better. Mm-hmm. You know, Disco Dan was okay, but but Disco Dan and Rocco wasn't, is Disco, very patient. Yeah, but he's not back next year, Eddie. I Eddie? don't think. I don't think. Well, Falvey might be tired of this. Yes. Like, I think Rocco is, but Rocco puts up with it. Well, yeah, you know, they know that, you know, he's as bad as, you know, lefties used to eat him up, but he can still get a hit against a lefty, and they they know they need him. But, uh, I mean, your two best prospects are, I don't think Royce, I think Royce Lewis is third, are left-handed hitting outfielders. You know, Kirilov and Larnick and their corner outfielders. So, I, 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 and that, and the fans are going to be disappointed because they're not going to get nearly as much for Eddie as you think. No, they're not because he's he's he will be a free agent after 2021, and everybody else has seen the throws yes. when the guys when you're two runs ahead and he throws to third base. When the guy's 20 feet away from third base, mm-hmm. allowing the guy who just hit the ball in the gap to run into second and getting in the scoring position, 
He does that about eight times a month. And that that drives people crazy because, you know, you play the game to keep the tying run off second base, right? Yes. <laughs> Except Eddie. Oh, it's, yeah. It's, not, it's, uh, it's, it's a wild card. Yeah, it is. And he's... Uh, you know, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see manager. Uh, again, we're doing this uh, uh, fairly early on Monday. It'll be interesting to see who he comes up with because Sano's got a stiff neck, supposedly. That's why he left yesterday. And Eddie's got a wrist. And, uh, you know, Buxton dived What again, the hell was that, by the way? And ended up rolling all over on his hand. And his bad shoulder. Glove, yes. And... Uh, so, you know, who knows what lineup will look like. But, uh, hey, it's hard to complain. They're, what are they? They're 28 and, no, they're. 29 now, right? No, the 30. They went 30 yeah, and 18. Third, okay. 30 and 18. 8 and 2 in their last 10. You know what they got to do, though, is they got to finish. They got to be the four seed. You know, if, if, you're, if you're not going to win the division, you got to have the best runner-up record. Yep. So you can play the three-game series at home. Yes, that's very true. But you know who it looks like might now have the second best runner up record? The New York Yankees. <laughs> Matthew was talking about that today. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Could, could, could they end that nasty 13 game losing streak against the Yankees, who, by the way, you've known all year once they started playing good, yes. they'd probably play good, right? Oh, so, absolutely. Yeah. So, and anyway. Garrett Cole last time out was fantastic. Yes. Yes. And Paxton's out now, but he'll probably be back. So, yeah. Who's your rotation for the three game series? Uh, Maeda game one, Barrios game two, and uh, Pineda game three. Okay. Pineda, I thought threw the ball good again yesterday, even though he he only went four and something. He kind of he lost a little bit of his control and threw a lot of pitches yesterday, but he's throwing good. He he's got some velocity and uh, he's got a great breaking ball going. So, and he shouldn't wear out. In the heat of a sixty game of a season, no. which started for him, what this was his fourth start, yes. third, fourth. No, I think it was fourth start. Yeah, but no, he should be absolutely fine. Yeah, I mean, we all like Dobnik, but no, you're I'm not. not you're not no. going to pitch him against one of the real good teams. So no, I think Jake's going to break her out on Wednesday, though. What a year! Oh, are they going to bring him back on Wednesday? What yeah, a year he... for that poor sob. Well, how about man. the money he's now lost? Well, yeah, because he, if he hadn't taken their 17 last year, he would have got 60 for four yeah, years. But he banked on himself, and it's been miserable. And it's No, pandemic. no, he, he, he didn't bank on himself. He, he could have, he should have hit the free agent market. No, no, year. no, but I, I'm saying he thought that he'd come back in 2020 and be good and yeah. then get a really rich deal because the Twins well, can't yeah, get but, the com- compensatory he, pick if they lose him. He took that deal. Mm-hmm. Before the market went insane for starting I know he pitchers, did. but he also thought to himself, or he couldn't have thought there's going to be a pandemic, and then he gets hurt. Yeah, he's going to get. He's going to get nothing. He's going to get six, one year for six. Maybe. Yeah. Think about maybe that. Maybe he'll get. Twins will bring him back. Uh, two for uh, two for eighteen with. Uh, with uh, eight, eight, and a two million buyout, you know, or something. Who do you like think that. is gone because of the the payroll issues that are going to come because of the loss oh, of revenue? I don't know. What do you do with? Uh, you got Kev, Polanco and Kepler signed. You got Miguel signed. Uh, Eddie might be it, and uh, Marwin. 
Marwin's probably, probably not gone. back. Marwin's probably not back. Oh, no. my God, he plays every single day. Did you see who uh, hit a home run for the Cubs yesterday? Oh, yes, I did. It Lamaro Vargas. You ran him out of town. Ran you out ran out him town. right out of town, and <laughs> now, now he's he, in home runs. And now Arise is hurt, and they need a second baseman to go with Marwin. That was a bad P. That was a bad general manager decision by me. You got you I got would, to the ballpark and ran him out of town. I could have skipped. I didn't want to necessarily run him out of town. I wanted to run either him or Adrianza out of town. I didn't want two of them. Well, congratulations. <laughs> yes, right. Now you were I... driving down 394 and decided, I'm going to get this guy. <laughs> yes. Well, I saw his first game in Milwaukee, and he had the hat trick, you know. I saw he bad hit the home base run running, Bad fielding and bad hitting. So, anyway, yeah, he had a home Well, run. nice work. Yeah, that was a bad, bad move by me. So. And now Arise, like you said, is hurt. Who do you like next week? Vikings or Colts? I like the Vikings. Do you? Yeah. They'll move I think they'll, I think they'll come back. And, and, to your, and to what you said, though, Rivers, there ain't nothing left there, I don't think. Uh, no. it's uh, You know, the other – here, I got to say this, too. The biggest bunch of BS is that Tampa's going to be great because they now have Tom Brady. I'll talk to Declan. BS. Is, are you, I, I was saying this in June, Pat. Yeah, I said, I, I don't buy this for a no, second. No, what? He's not. It's, it's the system and the little accurate passes to Edelman running across. You're not going to have that system there, for God's sakes. Plus, he wasn't as good last year. He's starting to go downhill, as he should. Right. Hey, so it's going to be 43. Yeah. It's, this was idiotic. I got a hot take. Okay. Hot take. Okay, hold on. I'd rather have Jameis Winston than Tom Brady as my quarterback. Wow. Okay, hold on a second. That is as hot as you that can That is as hot that. as you can get. Don't put your finger on that hot take. It'll burn it. And I can't believe the Patriots didn't go and get Jameis instead of Cam Newton. How insufferable is Bill going to be, though, if Cam Newton if is good? Wins. Well, <laughs> you know what? You think Bill might have went home after seeing the Tampa Bay debut, and then he wins with a tailback, basically. Cam, times, yeah. Cam, and you think he might have had a high uh, cocktail oh. and, and with a contented smile on his face? Do you think when Bill get gets home and and the public can't see him that he just laughs? Yes, he does. He is a. I would rather work in the circus and follow the elephants around with a shovel than cover him. Oh, yeah. But he is the best coach in any sport in my lifetime. The smartest coach in any – because, A, I think coaches are more influential in football than in any other sport. Yeah. Right? Yeah, they are. Coaches are. Yeah. And he is so much smarter than anybody else. It's unbelievable. Where does Lombardi come in then? Ah, you know. Back then they had eight plays. They ran eight plays. Did you almost say what I think you said? <laughs> no. They, you know, that's, it's a completely different animal. You know, the Lombardi, would, he'd last 20 minutes in today's <laughs> game. 20 minutes. You, you know, know who I'd like, like to see him coach? Eddie Rosario. <laughs> I'd like to see Vince coach Eddie Rosario. You know what, though? Vince had a little of that, okay, I'll put up with it if they're really good enough. I, I don't mean, think Eddie is good enough you think, to... You think Paul Hornan drove him crazy? Max oh, McGee yeah, drove true. him crazy, but true. they won, so he put up with him. Mm-hmm. My favorite 
One of my favorite photos ever is Hornan goes on his honeymoon to Hawaii after the Super Bowl with his gorgeous new wife. And Mac, there's a picture of him on the beach, and Max is following him down the beach. He brought Max with him for a drinking companion on his, <laughs> on his honeymoon. What a on his honeymoon with the most beautiful woman you've ever seen. That's because Max Max knew where to find the good places. But somehow we ended up with Hornan on this station as the color guy for the Vikings, and he and McConnell were the greatest team we've ever had. They were great. Really. Oh, they were great. How, how uh, do you explain Horning being a Viking? Like, I don't know. You're right. That makes. It, he was, I've seen the game program. He had to be here what four or five years, I think. But I how know. the hell does Paul Horning? So, so McGee lived in Excelsior. Well, McGee lived here. That might have been it. And Horning became. Yeah, McGee, man, still the greatest line ever. He's doing. A, he did Packer color for 25 years on the radio, right? Yeah, I mean forever. And yeah, him and um, and Kramer gets hit, and he's. Twitching on the field, you know, he's, yep. he looks like he says, and McGee says, and McGee owns uh, the Maximilians, the, yes. the, 494. Ditch, the disco kind of thing, bar next to, what was the name of the uh, the, the Mexican restaurant? Chi-Chi's. He owns that, and he said, boy, I hope he's not hurt serious. He's my best customer. <laughs> he's my best customer at the bar. <laughs> Oh, God, he was funny. Fell off the roof. I know. I know. That's how he died. Don't go up on roofs. I talked to him a lot. I, You know, he was. you could call him up. He'd BS you, tell you great stories. He fell You know, you're a millionaire. Yeah. Get some neighborhood kid to shovel the roof, for God's sakes. Older men Plus, going up on roofs never works out no. well. Plus, you know. We've got roofs built to take snow. It's in northern. We don't need to shovel the roof. If the house collapse, how many houses do you hear about actually collapsing? You don't. You know, like yeah, no, five or six a year, right? And roll the it's dice not, on that. Yeah, right. Hell yes. Don't shovel your roof the, for God's sakes. The heart attack cocktail. Old man on roof, <laughs> roof with shovel. shovel. With shovel. They always tumble off, and they're dead by the time yeah. they hit the ground. I that's a, good, that's a great. Uh, you know, I always call that. Uh, you know, that's that's heavy snow, heart attack snow it is. is what I call that. It and is. That's yeah. you know more. And I've now crossed up. to a point where I'm done shoveling. My sidewalk is so small <laughs> that I will do it, but it's only like about twenty shovels full, right? That's still twenty. And I got somebody to plow the driveway. I mean, sure, yeah. You know, well, your driveway is a, a real yeah. driveway. Yeah. Yeah, you can't well, be doing that. No, I mean, you no, couldn't. God, no. You couldn't shovel that in good shape. No, no, <laughs> no, no. I couldn't. I, uh, but uh, I've known a couple, three guys who uh, tipped over and died shoveling. And yeah, that, it's that a terrible me idea a good to shovel. Lesson. Terrible idea taught to me shovel. A good lesson. Exercise. Overrated. All right. I might tell. I might tell Dawn this year. You know what? If you look at the statistics and break it down, mm-hmm. a lot more men seem to die shoveling than women. Can't think of a woman I've heard shoveling died. No, the uh, analytics yeah. say I'm going to have Falvey caller and say the analytics <laughs> say you should shovel. That's that's, that's heart true. attack above replacement level. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, after this wonder, after this wonder, after this wonderful <laughs> spring and summer we had, yeah, we got to have a miserable oh, winter. No, it's well, and wait till absolutely. next spring and summer. Oh, God, yeah. We are we're going to go back to 162. <laughs> Twins, <laughs> opener. Twins opener, April fourth. 
26 degrees. Yep. Yeah. And you know, two days later, 21 inches of snow. They won't play a game in April. And they go on the road in 85. <laughs> yes. And you know what? Those SOBs are going to come back and play five June double headers, all nine innings. Oh, yeah. Keep it at seven. Oh, yeah. Well, you could play sevens if you're willing to play them back to back. You can't play seven innings split double. Headers. I agree. But play them back to back. I love this. Although yesterday, we could have played a split doubleheader, and we could have played a two sevens as fast as we played that one. God, oh you know what we're finding? You know what we're finding? Nine innings is two innings too long. The seven inning game is the perfect game we for got, uh, We got some, you know, we got so few people in the press box now, and a lot of them are new. They hadn't really previous, I can see they haven't received the full ricey sometimes in the press box oh, I've seen that. when I get upset. I've seen that. Yeah. I was casting very loud and profane aspersions at both Stashak and Romo for not throwing the ball. Could they hear them? I don't know if they could, but elsewhere in the press box, I was getting some alarm. There look. are some people who have looked at you this year <laughs> like it's... Because that, that was first game I missed on Sunday. You've had some games... I think there's a couple times where your voice has probably traveled to the field, and there's people who don't expect that. Yeah, well. I enjoy that. Uh, throw the ball, you bleeping little hairy bleeping. Let's go here. Stop. He was walking around the mound. Oh, God. As as throw the ball. Throw it. All Let's right. go. We're done. Goodbye. If you have questions about your retirement savings, do what I did and work with a person that knows what the heck is going on. Uh, work with Josh Arnold, Mr. Money Talk. My guy, Josh, will give you straight talk and not sugar-coated advice. Learn how you can benefit from Josh's focused approach by setting up your own no-cost, no-obligation, 48-minute consultation to review your investments. Call Josh now, 952-925-5608. Your dog is more than just your bestie with the cutest face ever. Get to know them on a genetic level with Embark Vet. Developed by veterinarians and PhDs, Embark screens for more than 215 genetic health risks across more than 350 breeds. It's top-notch science for your top-notch pup. Go to EmbarkVet.com and use promo code DNA, that's DNA, to get $60 off an Embark Breed and Health Kit or Purebred Kit with free shipping. That's promo code DNA to save today.